All right. I, I clapped that time, but I, I woke up my cat, so I don't know if it was worth it. Oh, well, it was worth it. Okay. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Glowing Weak Point, the show where we have a show. Uh, I'm your host, John. With me, as always, my co-host, Wombat. That's me! And... For the very first time ever, we have a guest! That's right. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Uh, hi. I'm, I'm what is known as a guest. My name is Cozy. Oh. Um. Okay. I'm, I'm very happy to be here. Very happy to talk about this. All right. Whatever it is we are talking yeah. about. All right. Yeah. All right. And, uh, what, what makes you worthy to be on this show? Oh, worthy. <laughs> no, <just> like um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what no, qualifies gonna, you for this be, guest spot? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, Matt, I, tell, us, tell us a little bit about yourself. I will, I will. I've been playing video games since I was born. Uh, my brother played a lot of video games. Wow. So I was kind of brought into that. Um, and I currently study uh, game development and design in college. And I'm a senior. Oh. So, all right, my final project and stuff and stuff. So I know a little bit, just a, a tiny bit about the ins and outs. Okay, so so you you've got some knowledge from actually learning the industry, and you have some knowledge from being a zoomer. <laughs> that's very true. Yes, that's that's pretty okay. accurate. Oh, we have a zoomer in the call today. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh All right. Well. Um, I, I would ask you first, but I don't know if you've ever actually listened to this podcast before. So we'll, we'll go with, uh, Wombat first just to, to get it, you know, g- get the understanding. Hold on. Uh, Wombat- Real quick though. Real quick. We've wanted to have guests on the show since we started. Yeah. So this is correct. kind of just like the culmination of everything we've been going for. So thank <laughs> exactly. you, Cozy, for, yeah. for being our first guest. I am extremely happy to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm glad. Wombat, what's your glowing weak point? Um, I said last week I was going to watch some movies. I watched some movies. I watched Licorice Pizza like I said I was going to. I liked everything except the ending because um, the movie is about the romantic feelings between a 15-year-old boy and a 25-year-old woman. And at the end of the movie, they get together. So that was weird. I really thought it was moving in a different direction, but uh, thanks, Paul Thomas Anderson, for not doing that. Um, and I also watched a movie called What If, starring R- Daniel Radcliffe, where he is friends with a girl who has a boyfriend, and he's in love with her. And they also <laughs> okay, get together That sounds at the like end. a pretty Daniel Radcliffe movie. You know, post, that post, absolutely uh, is a Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I would watch... Yeah. Uh, was it you I was talking about with uh, about Tim Curry Mitchell about how I would watch paint dry? Oh no, no, that was that was me. That was you. Yeah, yeah. Daniel yeah, Radcliffe yeah. is the same as Tim Curry. I would watch paint dry if Daniel Radcliffe was next to me. <laughs> I mean, I he's 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 cool. He's he's a good actor at what he does. I don't know that he's Tim Curry levels. I think for he me. will be one day. I think That's... he's he's getting there. I, th- there's cold. he's missing something he's missing the raw sex appeal <laughs> <laughs> i mean like tim curry is a man he is he's a man but he doesn't care what you are 
that that's Tim Curry. That is and, Tim and Curry. He will have he will have a special place in my heart and wherever else in my body he wants to be. Um, <laughs> what about you, Kosi? What's what's your glowing weak point? I have gotten back into Destiny for the first time in about four. Oh, months. oh no! It's, it's another okay. Destiny person. It, it's, it's, okay, it's, it's my uh, it's my guilty pleasure. I, I come back to it every like once every season. And it takes about <laughs> two weeks of my time, twenty four seven, and, and then, then you move and, on, and then I move on. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like, like Minecraft. shooting heroin, kind of exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this will be the last time. I, I swear, this is the last time I'm doing heroin. Um, all right, cool. And uh, I, uh, I, I finally got to do a meeting with one of my uh, employees earlier today, actually, and it was very fruitful. There were some issues we were struggling with on how to um, really define a class, uh, a character class in, in a game. And it was it's taken us like three months to really nail down what it means to be this class. And it's, we had a breakthrough and it it like it's like we've got this issue and this issue and this issue and it was like well bam 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 all done and fantastic so that that'll be my glowing weak point all right let's Very let's nice. move on that's, that's actually we, we 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 played some games this week uh we might have we, we yeah we play games every week so wombat I see you have four games on your list, so do. why don't you say one of them, and then we'll we'll move over to Kosi and see what games he's played. Um, okay, I've been playing Need for Speed Hot Pursuit Two on the, the PlayStation game. Two. It is it's one of the best racing games ever made. Um, <laughs> it is, and uh, I I couldn't find the memory card that had my previous save on it. So I just started from scratch again, and I've been going through the uh, the championship kind of deal, unlocking stuff. And I just like okay, I, I like I don't know, man. I don't think I've ever realized how differently the cars handle from each other until this most recent time playing. Like, which might just be that I only just figured out how to play the game. <laughs> <laughs> But, there, there's definitely that possibility. But like certain cars like turn better, but don't go as fast, and other cars turn really nice, but j- go way too fast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. it's it, I don't like BMWs. That's what it comes no. down to. BMWs no. all handle like trash. And I mean, we're if you see BMW the game, right? We're talking about in Need for Speed. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh huh. Right. Definitely only. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. BMWs no. <laughs> handle like garbage in Need for Speed. I'm sorry. Uh, That's what it comes down to. Right. Also, the music is fucking fantastic. It's all horrible. Um, <laughs> there's a song from Uncle Cracker on the soundtrack. That's amazing. What? There's a what? Rush song. There's a Rush song. There's a Rush song? There is. I cannot tell you the name of it because it's like one of the least memorable Rush songs I've ever heard. Well, yeah, and it's Rush. And, <laughs> and, and there are a bunch of like um, 
copyright-free versions of songs from people they couldn't get, including what I'm sure I'm positive is like a fake version of Nookie by Limp Biscuit. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and that's great. Okay. Yep. Gussie, what have you been playing this week? I have been playing a lot of Hades. Um, I missed Ooh. out on the original hype when it came in. And um, okay. I'm sort of developing kind of a, a, a roguelite game for one of my classes this semester. And Hades is a big inspiration of that. And I'm, I'm sort of addicted. I see why it's very good. Hades is like the best roguelike out there. Yeah. I've... I've poured ninety hours into Hades, so I, yeah. I see why well, Wom- uh... Wombat Wombat has a hundred percent in it. So. I have not. I haven't even <laughs> unlocked all of the aspects of the weapons. Oh, I thought you had. No, you, uh, maybe it's something else that you were talking about. Probably. Who um, knows? I'm. Um, you do. You do play a lot of games. I do. I'm still stuck. So, on what, what do you? What, what in particular do you like it? Um. I've actually not been too into roguelites. I've played some roguelikes, but the, okay. the randomization of your boons and also the not attention to detail, but their spin on Greek mythology is really fun. <clears throat> big into <clears throat> lore um, as a as a destiny person as like a Hollow Knight person. So <laughs> having the Hades lore always switch up and, and based on interactions who you meet is phenomenal. It's a very it really, game. It really hits the Greek gods in ways that it's like they're recognizable as the assholes that they are from mythology, yeah. but in like a modern kind of way. <laughs> uh-huh. Very correct. All right. Um, well... Uh, I played Destiny, of course. Nice. Always. <laughs> Every it's, time we talk about games, yeah. John is talking about Destiny too. <laughs> uh, I I think I mentioned last week that I've I've gilded Dredgen for the sixth time. Um, <laughs> so yeah, and uh, and and then you'd think, all right, well, cool, like he's done with with. Uh, gambit so that's over and we can move on to other things you're playing gambit still i i I played like five or six more matches this week and it was a lot of fun uh i should probably play more my wife would want me to play more um (sighs) man if if you could guild dredgen multiple times in a single season she would probably guild it like three or four times (laughs) like in a single season solo and at this point that, you'd probably guild it twice that's 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 not counting the time she plays gambit with me that's by herself she could guild it three or four times so i uh man gambit gambit can be fun Listen, um, play what you like not that fun but um yeah <laughs> <laughs> now with 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 a good build gambit can be really fun um it just it takes some actual build crafting to like and and team crafting to get to that point you, you can't just go in freestyle uh that's that's ridiculous um no i that's that's kind of the past um we we did a bunch of raiding this weekend and we have gotten the new raid down to an hour it was an hour and two minutes that we did it last night and 
that was with us wiping on one occasion because the game bugged out because a player did the wrong thing and um someone screwed us with a damage round in a boss fight we still beat the boss but like they they messed up and we we lost half the damage we would have done that round uh so we could probably get it down to like 45 minutes or so which is insanely fast um because like this is this is the last time we had a sub hour raid was in year two uh when we got scourge of the past which was a fantastic raid it's still one of my top three raids of all time and we got that down to 30 minutes but it also only has three encounters very true so so like it's not that hard to do it king's fall has six and we've gotten it down to an hour like and and we can get it down further so uh it's exciting to see what's what's coming next there wombat do you really have much to say about radiant historia i've realized that if i just plug in the terms that i learned playing final fantasy 14 and apply that to destiny 2 i can sometimes make sense out of what you're saying <laughs> <laughs> like like a damage round is like a rotation right like in, in final fantasy 14 you have rotations skill rotations and if you fuck that up then you fucked up your damage for the whole fucking raid and everybody's gonna yell at you especially if you're the yes. dragoon because nobody no, likes dragoons yeah. yeah no no that's 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 pretty accurate okay basically the the way the way raids and destiny work are you do a puzzle then you can do damage sometimes <laughs> you have to do a little bit of the puzzle while you do damage and if you if you do then you can mess up and and just script the whole damage phase and then you can't do damage to the boss again until you do more puzzle that's that's basically how it is so yeah it's it's very similar to the 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 skill cycling okay um radiant historia is great it's still time travel bullshit. Uh, there was a point in the game where it set me down the standard history for like three chapters before it unlocked a thing that would let me progress into through the alternate history. So yeah. that was it was cool to be stuck in one time for a while instead of hopping back and forth. But it also felt like I really fell behind doing that mm. um and particularly the characters that are only available in the alternate history rosh and uh gafka they kind of fell like way far behind in terms of like uh. levels so that that was a little frustrating um in terms of gameplay itself though it's pretty much the same it's except it's sometimes it'll throw a, a giant spider at me that's happened a couple of times, and the giant spider takes up all nine of the enemy's uh, grids, so it can't be moved around like all of the other enemies can, so, uh. which uh, breaks up a whole bunch of like, like strategies, because the whole game, combat-wise, is built around moving the enemies on top of each other and onto like mines and shit, so yeah, that was a little frustrating. Okay. Uh point of order here you're gonna have to cut this because how many yes. games did you play this week um let's count that i played i want to say oh, that you want to talk about four <laughs> four that i'm you, four, four? Yeah. you got four um, 
So Hades a lot. Legends of Runeterra is another one. Um, okay. And I'm gonna go pretty briefly on these because these are pretty popular games. Uh, but Legends of it's it's a it's a fun card game if you don't know based on uh, League of Legends characters. Um, okay. Yeah. They have their own interactions and stuff, and it's it's one of the more fun card games out right now. The only thing holding it back is a lot of balance patches and a lot of like ah. meta issues. But it's it's still missing a lot of the the polish that like Hearthstone and yes. um, Magic the Gathering have. Pretty it's not much. quite tournament ready. Exactly. And um and tournaments are, are, they're they're getting better uh, uh, to an extent, but it's it's still a relatively new game. I think it's like maybe two three mm-hmm. years old at this point. So um, yeah, but it's it's owned it's, by Riot. It's right? It's also owned by. Indie Studios Riot, yes. So, um, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely Indie Studio. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Man, it's a shame they don't have enough money to work on that game. Yeah, so, you know, what can you do? You can't blame them too much. They're, they're only a small studio. I mean, I, I, I just wish that, like, they could learn from fellow indie studio Activision Blizzard, yeah, exactly. uh, who also have a similar one. Like I, it's just yeah, you man, know, these poor indie, these poor indie studios. They only have three <laughs> to four hundred people working on it. Like, yeah, they, you can't blame them if something's going wrong. There's no, there's no oversight. Yeah, like gosh, I mean that's. I mean, it's it's really just a shame that there's like three or four hundred people working on just the actual mechanics of the game alone, uh, not even considering uh, art and uh, sound, writing sound, and other stuff. Yeah, yeah. No. Could you imagine get all those people in one meeting together? <laughs> oh boy, nothing would um, get done. Oh well, nothing has right. been done. They must be having those oh, meetings oh. all together. <laughs> Uh, um, all right, tell me about Itora Wombat. Uh, I haven't played I, much I, of I this one. I don't know this one. Yeah, it's a it's an indie uh, platformer, maybe Metroidvania game. I would describe it as Metroidvania adjacent. Uh, okay. It's got a silent protagonist, and you know how I feel about those. Oh, the calm breathing types. Yeah, you oh, know. I see, I see. She's the yeah. last uh, surviving human. She wakes up in a forest one day and runs through the forest a bit and then gets captured by a spider and then uh, breaks out of the spider's web and the, and rips a talking weapon out of the spider's web as well. And that's your weapon for the game is this uh, talking... Uh, is it a... Okay. It's like a staff... Yeah. With an yeah, eye, it looks like a staff axe, sort of like it looks like an axe or a hammer, but also staffish. And the staff also doesn't have a name. It calls itself the greatest warrior of Nahakutan. Um, All right, well that means nothing. And then you escape from the spider <sighs> caves, and you you meet himself. a fucking blue furry person, and you follow them to their village where they're all oh. animals. It's like Avatar. <laughs> the Last Airbender. Uh, <laughs> it plays all right. Uh, the jump is the jump is very high, and it's kind of awkward to use sometimes. But all of the the mechanics it wants you to use work fine. Like I, I got the uh, I got this thing that lets me jump from wall jump. 
and the wall jump works okay. well. It can be really easy to fuck up a wall jump, and yes. theirs is not fucked up. So, like, I mean, good gosh, on them. Like, Metroid has a terrible wall jump, <laughs> right? And it's one of it's one of the things that defines uh, Metroid. Metroid, but it's still it's terrible. No, this is this is a good wall jump, and that's about as far as I've gotten. So I have nothing but praise for it so far, uh, except. The silent protagonist. I hate a silent protagonist. Give me a character <laughs> with personality. And also, if you're not going to voice all the lines in your made-up language, you're just going to have, like, occasional sound bites in your made-up language. Just don't bother. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. Cozy, let's hear from you. What, what else you got to talk about? Okay. Um, the next game I'm talking about is Monkey Split, which is on Steam. It's it's in beta or alpha. Monkey Split. Yes. Uh, my friend actually found this game. My friend Roman, and he invited all all of us to play it. And it's um, it's Dead by Daylight in a small map where you're all monkeys, and uh, <laughs> you basically. <laughs> You basically die okay. if, you get, if you get caught. The uh, the attacker has very limited vision, uh, and he has a speed boost attack and one where he's allowed to see the entire map for like two seconds. Um, okay. It feels like a college project, but it's so well done. It's it's not so finished. Is, is is this like those um, just like the quick party game sort of? Yeah. Types it, of games like, um, like Among Us, like yeah, like an Among Us or a Move or Die or Party Panic, that sort yes, of thing. Yes, exactly like that. Okay, um, it's okay. very fun. I we we, I'm looking at it now. I've logged in six hours, um, of just tag, <laughs> which is insane. <laughs> I, uh, the thing I don't understand is like I, I get Dead by Daylight has a, a huge crowd that that like it, but how are you gonna lewd the monkeys? Like that's <laughs> that's that's what Dead by Daylight is all about is is you get in there so that they can step on you, Daddy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, my question is, how do they uh, differentiate between the monkeys? Oh, I was just about the monkeys have the best facial expressions. Uh, they're all random, okay. and you can like buy some for like fifty cents, but they're random for the most part. Um, actually, you can't buy some because the shop function doesn't work. We tried to. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, okay. Okay. But the monkeys have the best facial expressions, and please check it out with your friends if you haven't. It's it's it, great. It looks like they have hats and uh, different colors as well. Yes. Yes, they do. So you, you can change the color and change your hat, and that's how you differentiate. What was this called? Um, monkey Split. Monkey Split. And it's free to play. It is. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Cool. I yeah, see. They're that, like that, little chib- chibi monkeys. Yes. Yeah. I could I could, I could. be down for this game. This, this looks like fun with a party. It's very fun with the party. Um, There's an ice map as well where you can't really control your movement. That's, oh, that's no. Very fun. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I'll I'll get my last one out of the way because uh, I mostly play mobile games, so I don't 
I don't have a whole lot to talk about. Uh, I played World Destruction League War Jets, which is the final installment in my long line of playing games inspired by battle tanks. And Thunder Tanks is a better subtitle than War Jets. Yeah, yeah, Thunder Tanks Thunder was, tanks. but War Jets is a, a big switch because you're no longer controlling tanks. You're controlling jets. You're playing. Yeah, you're controlling jets <laughs> with a Z. <laughs> I could it's assume. Like it's in the um, it it controls pretty well, actually. Um, the 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 addition of a third dimension surprisingly didn't break it. Um, but it is absolutely still the same core that they're using from like 20 years before when they did it on the N64. Uh, because like they still have swarmers. Uh, they still have, uh, the same like symbols for like health packs and, uh, items. And the, the swarmers make the exact same noise when you pick up an item. It makes the exact same noise when you fire your gun. Uh, it makes the exact same noise as Listen, the tanks do. Listen, they nailed the sound which... design in 1996, <laughs> and they do not need to change it. <laughs> yeah, I, well, they they definitely didn't change it. That's for sure. Um, when when you like, you you've got a button. Like it's it's when you have planes, you can't make it so that like you have a boost and you have a break as power ups. They just have to be inherent in the the design you just have to always be able to do that because that's how you can turn around in things otherwise you can just get stuck doing circles and never get anywhere so you have to be able to like zoom away turn around come back uh and the sound for flying away is the sound that a homing missile item takes in all of the battle tanks games before it so like oh no they they <laughs> reuse like this this is the greenest company that ever existed. Like, they have got reduce, reuse, recycle down <laughs> to a T. Um, but it was actually pretty fun. Like, uh, they they switched it up a lot. It's it's It definitely feels different playing as a plane rather than a tank. But I would hope so. Uh, it's, it's, it's still got a lot of the same charm. Uh, every single one of these games... I would probably buy if I saw them in a car and a, like a, a shop or anything like that, that absolutely I would pick these up because they're, they're fun. I, see I mean, they're stupid old games, but it's still called world destruction league. So is this one also set up like a Tekken style, uh, fighter game between the jets uh, so the the missions I played did not include enemy jets. They were all fighting against other ground targets. But yes, there are other enemy jets that you fight, and the it is set up the same way as the last one in that you you fight against a group and then you join their crew or their gang or whatever, and then you go around fighting against each of the other ones in turn. Uh, so. Yes, it is a little bit of a fighting tournament. Not as explicitly as World Destruction League Thunder Tanks was. Okay. Um, and and last question: What is the jet equivalent of the Goliath tank? 
Uh, okay, I don't know. I, I didn't get into that. Um, this game actually has uh, two versions of it. Uh, they're they're identical. It's just the title changed. Um, there's the one that is just called War Jets, and then the other one that is World Destruction League War Jets, and it's it it's fine either way. I thought it was like, gonna it be War Jets Jets harder. Jets harder. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Cozy, what else you got? Um, next on the list is Football Manager 2022. <laughs> Didn't that just come out? No, no, 2023 is about to no. come out. No, 2023 is about to come out. Yeah, that's my bad. That's right, because it's always a year ahead. Yeah, it's, yes, yes it is. Um, the greatest simulation game I've ever played. Uh, as as a soccer fan, this is the most realistic any like this literally predicts the future. I'm I'm so baffled. Wow. I've been playing it for like a year okay. now and things that would happen in the game would happen in real life. And I'm like, wow. Whoever whoever the AI in this is just probably the most complicated thing ever. It's actually just Marty McFly. He came back with another <laughs> almanac. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. <laughs> then, uh, uh, I'm not sure if it's the same company, but there is actually a Formula One simulator now, if you're into that. Oh. And apparently that is very good as well. All right. Um, I believe it's um, F1 Simulator. F1 Manager 2022. Sorry. F- F1 Manager. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm night. I'm I'm neither really into uh, football or F1. Like I I would love to be into football, but I I don't have the capacity to watch sports really, <laughs> and I don't want to pay for it. <laughs> uh, I I am very pleased at the fact that like despite the fact that they're following in the exact same st- footsteps as EA Sports by releasing one every single year mm-hmm. I am so pleased that it is not produced by EA Sports the guys who actually make make this are pretty pretty cool guys from the way they present themselves on okay. social media obviously I don't know them personally yeah but um, mm-hmm. yeah they seem like pretty good people compared to you know a lot of the industry yeah yeah <laughs> yeah we're not talking about news this week so we don't have to talk about how shitty the industry is <laughs> thank god uh because uh boy is there it's been more. real bad this there's, week there's more like like this this week has like had news piece after news piece just talking about how shitty the news is and uh, these are uh, right. these uh, manager games. Are they? Uh, are, are you playing the the sports team or are you playing the manager? You're playing the manager, so you literally handle uh, like tactics, uh, team talks, morale, uh, your signings, training, stuff like that, and you just and then the game the out. game just kind of happens like yeah, and it simulates like, on... like the game. Okay, but you don't play the players. Like it's everything leading up to the game. Yes. That determines how the game goes. Exactly. And, like, while in the game, too, you can obviously, like, watch it like you're the manager. You can make substitutions. 
I'll tweak right. your tactics. Okay. Six you can, you can, yeah, switch up tactics. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. That sounds really cool. That sounds it like is. a better way to do one of these games. It's, it's very fun. Yeah. I prefer it to FIFA, which is like the one where you actually play Ugh. Uh, with, the, yeah. with the cards and stuff. Right. I, it, it feels like a yeah. more matured version of that. I like, think we're all collectively yeah. over FIFA. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> a lot I think it's really just little kids who get roped into the mm-hmm. the FIFA scam anymore. I haven't yeah. bought a FIFA game in two years. <laughs> and I think we're also all collectively as humanity tired of the the organization FIFA. Yeah, that too. <laughs> it 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 needs new management, like all of it. Just use the fake God. use the fake managers from Football Manager. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, you got any more, Cosi? Before we um, do Wombat's last one, ugh. Not necessarily more, but I do recommend played up to anyone looking for like a cool cooking game. I'm I'm okay. playing it as research for. The game I'm making again, which is uh, cooking roguelites, where you use the ingredients to make your weapons and so forth. But okay. um, enough about that. Play played up is a really good game if you want to check it out. Uh, I've seen a little bit of it. It's pretty fun. It, it, it kind of hits like the same notes as like a cook serve delicious kind of thing. Yes, it's it's yeah. quite similar to Overcooked. I think I prefer played up a little bit more because it's. A little more fast place, paced and simpler, I think. Okay. I would say. But yeah. Okay. It's it's great. All right, Wombat. You so, were supposed to play Legends of Eidolon two weeks ago. Uh-huh. And you didn't. Nope. You, you didn't. You 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 opened it, you got through the tutorial. Yeah, got into the f- literal first area after the tutorial, and you died because you didn't read anything, and then you gave up. <laughs> and that ain't how we do this shit. So, uh, you you got to play it more this week. What do you think? I got far enough where I was beating up carrot dudes. Ooh, nice. Um, and I hate this game. Every time I had to open it, it felt like a job. It felt like I was obligated to do this, and I did not want to be doing it. But I'm like, John will yell at me if I don't do this. So here I am. I will. And I really didn't want to. Uh, Like, the comparison that I made initially still holds. Like, I don't understand why you would play this unless you wanted to play RuneScape without playing RuneScape. That is See, th- essentially what this game is. It is RuneScape, but you don't have to be at the screen. I I think there are significant differences between this and RuneScape. Uh, first of all, because there is an idol game that is RuneScape, but you didn't have to play RuneScape. It's called Melvor Idol. I've and played that one it too, plays and it sucks. very significantly different than this one. It is a drastically different game. Uh, one, because uh, I, I can't even s- remember how many skills are in that one because they've added one recently. So it's too many. Like, there's, there, there's like 50 plus skills 
to it's too many to for have an idle game and level in them and in this one there's nine that's it yeah there's like mining there's smithing there's your actual combat then there's wood cutting and then i don't know man i don't it took way too long to accomplish anything it'd be like go go uh move on to this next area and the next door area is blocked by a portal that requires me to kill fucking 400 carrot dudes like yeah. I didn't. I didn't move on from the carrot dudes because I just didn't hit the uh, the kill count by the time we recorded. It wasn't so. The the way you do that is you just turn on auto fight and then you I know. turn off your phone and you go play other things and you I, go talk to other people and you work on things and then when you come back you're like oh yeah I was playing this game and hey I got eight thousand kills so I can move past this portal and I got a whole bunch of shit from that at the same time. I just don't understand the appeal. I I am okay. not an idle game person and I really don't get what people like about idle games because i would much rather be involved in everything that i'm doing see i like the ability to do more than one thing at a time and uh it it's it hits the part of your brain that says uh, like uh numbers go up is good um and it's it's nice and easy about that like it's you're constantly feeling like you're progressing but, I'm glad you, know, you enjoyed that's, it. That's fine. That's fine. We we don't all have to like the same games. Um, you know, I I got up to level 176 combined across all my characters at this point. I've got Jesus. five of them. I'm in world two. Uh, yeah, it's it's probably going to be the game I play most for the rest of the year plus. I, I will I will be enjoying this game for quite a long time. But that's not the mobile game we are supposed to be playing this week. Uh, there's a different one that was on the docket for us to review, and uh, Kosi actually picked it up as well. I did. And we're going to be talking about Guardian Tales. How far did you get, John? All right, so I have opened the third area. No, I've opened the fourth area, but I haven't done anything in it. I didn't but beat I the have, first area. I have 95%ed all the other three areas. <laughs> I have not beaten World 1. Like, okay. <laughs> oh, Cozy? Wow, I really am still on the first world, aren't I? Right. No, there's yeah. a significant amount of game there, at least. Oh, okay. So I'm definitely on the first world, and I beat the Mysterious Knight about three encounters ago. Okay. And that's where I'm at. Um, okay. I did not know there were more yeah. maps. I thought I was so far. I just hit a point yeah, no, where that- uh, <laughs> the the little girl got saved by the innkeeper, and I was chasing after her. That's the point I was okay. At. You are you are very early on. Yes, um, yeah. Because uh, a lot of my time so had the... to go towards Eidolon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
basically the the plot of the game uh we actually wow we actually get to talk about a plot with regards right. to a mobile game um is that there are these invaders that are attacking your kingdom and so you escape and eventually spoilers uh you get to a point where the princess um uh gets access to a sword for you like i i i'm not certain whether it's her sword or it's your sword that like and you're the hero or if she's the hero and you're just another hero uh but you only you never play as her um you need to like all this was prophesied that this was going to happen and you need to go power up the sword by impressing champions throughout the world um so that they can uh power up your sword i guess i I don't know you eventually beat whatever the final boss is and each realm feels very different so you start out in like canterbury forest and it's all very like knights versus uh critters and knights and stuff it's very zelda uh the next is the titan kingdom which is kind of steampunky um you get to help someone with their robot the their like battle robot as they fight off their own yeah (laughs) they their own form of uh invader and then the third one after that is just hogwarts um except there's ghosts like i mean i guess there's ghosts in hogwarts but there's lots of ghosts and they're bad and they're trying to kill all of the living students but they put a lot of detail into every part of this like not just the main story quests but also like the side quests and stuff oh yeah i've done a few Um, of those like i did one one where the uh there's an elf in the forest and this guy wants me to get rid of the elf and i went and fought the elf and then i'm like uh actually i'll just leave the elf alive and not kick her out and then she's like okay go kick the ass of the poacher and i'll like trust you again so I did that. And you're like, oh, fuck, that was a poacher? Absolutely, I right. will. <laughs> I didn't realize that was a poacher. <laughs> yeah, like, they, they do a pretty good job of, of switching things up on you and you know, surprising you with things. Uh, for instance, like, in the, in the Hogwarts world, um, there's a side mission where there's just some extremist wizards who think that they explicitly call them muggles like i didn't know that you could call things muggles i thought that was like ip but i guess i mean it is a slur have you not read harry potter i have not don't bother anymore I mean, you definitely <laughs> like, don't bother anymore, yeah. but, like, she's she's a turf and, and deserves to make zero profits, but, uh, hey, if you want to borrow the books just that you understand pop culture, I will be happy to lend them to you, oh, okay. but, <laughs> but definitely don't give her any money. Um, she already lives in a, a castle, so. Yeah. Uh, 
And I mean, that's why they can use muggles without getting, like, sued by her. She would have to leave the confines of her, her castle and, and face actual society in order to do so. Yeah. Uh, muggle is a pejorative term for non-magic person. Oh, gosh. Um, so it, in this extremist wizard's side quest, you deal with uh, wizards that are actively persecuting muggles and, like, treating them as furniture. And if they don't act as furniture for them properly, then they literally torture them. <laughs> and it was like, wow, fuck. Whoa. Let's kill them all. And then you do. And it's fantastic. It's wonderful. Uh, Then another one, because we're dealing with ghosts and stuff, is a very dark one uh, where this student was bullied by uh, her, her classmates. And the teachers don't do anything and even help with the bullying. And it's like shit gets real. Like it's it's it's. An authentic view of bullying, which sucks. Um, but, like, then she, like, snaps and kills them all with magic. And that feels very real, too, in our current world. We're still talking and... about the character collector game, Guardian Tales, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah, like, really this is, this is a side quest. Right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is a side quest you can do, uh, but it's it's it didn't feel cheapening the way they dealt with it. It it felt like they actually like properly dealt with the storylines, um, and uh, and also it's not required or anything. It's it's a it's a side thing that you have to pursue. Like like you you have to actually be pursuing it in order to do it because. You start it in, like, you start it by exploring fully to the point where you get to places where you feel you shouldn't be able to get to, and then you can pick up a thing that then four worlds later you can give to someone that has no notification over their head that you need to give it to them uh and then to do anything remaining you have to go three more levels into the future that and do a special side quest in that one that gives you access to a, another full-on side quest to go do specifically and then you'd have to go back through like four or five different levels you've already done in order to to get the storyline and the dark ports of it so like it's it's not something that they're just like la di da di da you're playing this game and now uh school shooting <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's it's definitely something that like you have to be pursuing because you're wanting to 100% it and get all the lore and everything um, i mean it's cool that it has stuff like that in there though i wasn't expecting yeah. that level of a uh, societal critique there me either. From it's Guardian all. Tales. Yeah. Yeah. The story um, is very impressive, considering it's it's a mobile game. It's very flexible. Right, it's, it's doing a lot yeah. for a mobile game, even yeah. in the main story. Yeah, and, and that's, I guess that's, we, we've been playing a lot of really good games lately. Like, I, I, 
I think Arkira is still a, a really good game. I think A Girl Adrift has some major issues, but is also a game I would have loved to have kept playing if Legends of Eidolon wasn't better in every way. And uh, <laughs> I, I think Legends of Eidolon is a really good game. Uh, but this is the first game we've got that, like, this has a story. Like, it's got a significant story. Like, it, yeah, it's... It's not just a mechanic that you can uh, fiddle with day after day. It's it's a it's a story. It's a full game. Like you know what it is. It's a sprite based Genshin Impact. That I was about to say. Like That's, I feel like this is wow. sort of like Genshin. Like it's it's on mobile, just like Genshin is. But like. It's it's the sort of game I would expect to also find on a PlayStation. Right. Like, that's like I mean like there there's some changes that would need to be made. I I don't think it would it could be just one for one ported over. I the, think it'd the be feel of I the think game it'd be still played little... better with the controller. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly, yeah. I I I, um, I do hate that we're still we've still just got the uh the D-pad slapped on yeah. top of the screen. I'm not a fan of that mechanic at all. I mean, there's there's really no other options. I know, but... And this one works better than others we've had in the past, but it's still awkward. Oh, this one works so much better than most of the ones we've had in the past. Yeah. Um... Uh... Yeah. I think Arkira still has the best one so far, but... I think this is a close second. I got a three-star um, character. Ooh! I was oh. summoning characters in the the first ten, ten that I pulled. I got the uh, the three-star future princess. There's a little animation for it and everything. Nice. And I I got a three-star character as well. And more than that, I have leveled up all of my characters to be three-star because you can do that. Uh, as you progress through the game, you get, uh, evolution points, um, that allow you to, or evolution stones, that once you get to certain amounts, you can strengthen your character, which gives them flat buffs, but also, once you strengthen them enough, you can actually increase them to being a four-star, five-star characters. Yeah, because you can't pull a full four- or five-star I don't think so. Like I was looking at the um, uh, the pull stats because I guess either they're required to add those now or they just chose to, but it only has either way good listings for uh, three star characters, yeah. like up to three stars. Um, so I think four yeah, and five you, can, you just have to build up to. Yeah, you can evolve your characters. You can awaken your characters, which gives you like chaining skills. So when you like bash your weapon skill, you can chain something off of that. And then after it, once you have multiple people with chain skills, because the way a chain skill works is like, so you use your weapon skill, which the one I have causes the enemy to become airborne. So once they have that, the airborne debuff, you can chain off of that. So the chain skill for the female knight is judgment, which causes an airborne character to be downed. And it does a significant amount of damage. And then I have another character where their chain skill takes a downed character and makes them uh, injured. And then another character that takes an injured character and makes them airborne. And you can you can cycle through that dealing significantly large amounts of damage. Um, 
So, like, there's there's a lot of depth to this game. And also, once you beat World 1, you get access to a town simulator. Oh. Oh, I'm, I'm <laughs> gonna keep playing this game. Oh my god. Why am I gonna it, keep playing this game? It's like it's it. a minimal town simulator. It's It's like... It's tangentially identical to the ones in Fire Emblem, as I'm gonna say. Like, it, it's, it's different, but it feels like it, it's built from the same cloth. Um, it's the, 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 the newer Fire Emblem ones. This game is a character collector, which I love. Um, and it's mm-hmm. cute, but it's not so cool that I'm going to feel obligated to spend money on it like I did with uh, Genshin Impact, which I had to quit because I spent too much money on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so well, it'd be nice to play a character collector where I'm not destroying my funds. More than that, you're... It, it doesn't... You don't have to summon characters. No, you don't. I, I, I summoned a character because uh, the... Well, that's another benefit. Uh, at the bottom of the screen, it has, like, a beginner mission thing. It's got a series of, like... 200 quests for you as a player to do and it's just got them in order to like get you into the game so it's things like play the first level play the second level um yeah i've been doing uh, a lot go, of those. go go do a dungeon or something like really if you don't know what to do you can just look at the bottom of the screen and hit start and 100 percent of video games should have that <laughs> like that that i the, the the words that came out of my mouth are stupidly important if you don't know what to do you look down and press start like that that's it like at any point if you're like i don't know what's next to do in the game you can go off and do your own thing like you can you can ignore it you don't you're not being handheld it's not a linear thing you're not forced to do the next thing in line but if oh. you don't know what to do, all you have to do is click start. Like that is right there. Oh my god! What if, what if JRPGs had that in like, like for when you've been gone for long periods of time and you just you don't remember what you were supposed to be doing next, you know? Yeah. And you just came back in and there was a button that just said start and it took you to the newest thing available to you. More people than just you would play JRPGs. Right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, like it's it, it is not pay to win. It's not pay to play. Uh, you don't have to summon characters because I I have summoned one character because there was one of the the starting quests was to do it. You know, and so I did it because it's trying to teach you all the different parts of the game. I have nine characters at this point, and you, the maximum you can have in your party is four, and they are very different from each other, and there's like good points for our both, for all of them, and they're all unique and interesting. And I, I only summoned one of them. Like it, it gives you characters continually, and that's nice it's nice that like it it definitely has an ability to be a gotcha game right because you can do that it is technically a gotcha it is technically a gotcha but it doesn't have to be 
at all. Like I, I I've got characters that I think are adorbs, uh, and I don't I don't have to go after the rest of them uh because i've got the ones that i'm happy with and like you can if if you're not happy you've only spent like a half an hour to an hour in the game play more and you'll get to some place where you'll find something that you like more like <laughs> there, there's so much to this game and uh, this is this is definitely not going to be a game that i will be playing every single day it's it's not like Legends of Eidolon for me, where I will continue to pull it up four times a day and play it. Um, this is not going to be like Arkira, where I will once a day pull it up and play it for like 15-20 minutes and then put it away until the next day. But this is definitely a game I'm not deleting off my phone, and when I want to actively play a game, it'll be there and I can pull it up. Unlike me, who is about to delete Legends of Eidolon and leave my my two characters chopping wood and killing carrots forever. Ah, uh, dude, you have no idea. In in ten years, when you realize that that idle games are good, you're gonna be like, ah, oh, maybe I'll maybe I'll give that one a chance, and you'll come back, and your character is going to be like level sixty, <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna have so much wood. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna come back in ten years, and the game won't have servers up anymore. <laughs> I, they keep updating it. Okay, let's move on now. Yeah, uh, unless Kosi, uh, do you, do you have anything you want to say about Guardian Tales to um, add on to? Yes, I actually do. Um, I was not expecting it to be that fleshed out. I took. A mobile and casual game development class last year and i made mm -hmm. a mobile game and stuff so um that that completely blew my mind it's exactly like you said it's like a it's 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 a phone version of genshin impact and man the art is uh, so to, be, to be clear there is a phone version of genshin well, impact yeah, it, it is a mobile game like <laughs> But this is more notable than the, Genshin the, is. The better, the better comparison is is not that like this is a mobile version of Genshin, but more like this is a console level of game. Yes, yes, console okay. quality game. I, I I agree with that. That a lot. Um, like I wouldn't be averse to paying like ten dollars and have it on Steam. Yeah, I don't know if you guys have gone into. Like the character page and stuff, and seeing the art of the characters actually, but the art is so good. Oh, no, it's really good. It's so, so good. good. Like, like the the little sprite art's cute. It's, I mean, yeah, it's good. It gets the is, the idea across. You you can look at a character and you're like, all right, that's a that's a succubus. That's a you know uh, engineer sort of person. That's a a student. Uh, that's a knight. But then you look at the art of them and you're like, oh yeah, they actually put some work into this. The this portraits is, are yeah, fucking beautiful. gorgeous. Yeah, this is this is beautiful. Uh, no, it's a good game. Yeah. It is. Oh, it's on Switch apparently. Oh, it's on Switch. Oh, it's coming to Switch. I think. Oh my god, I, I might just stop playing it and then just pick it up again <laughs> when it's on Switch. Yeah. All right. Uh, yep. October fourth, twenty twenty-two. See, that's not even that far from now. No, it's not. <laughs> 
But I'm I'm sure it's well, I don't know. It 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 could be free to play on Switch. Even if I have I to pay know. like four bucks, I'll pl- I'll I'll pay four bucks to have it yeah. on Switch. <laughs> yeah. Alright, let's move on. Game facts! The facts about the Toonstruck. It gets more of a stretch every time. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, no, no. The ones where it's more than one word are the ones where it's really a stretch. <laughs> yeah, the, last week was what, Sam and Max hit the road? Yeah, that was that was a stretch. The one you about did this. the Sam and Max hit the road? That was, you did this, you caused this to happen. It's your fault that I have to do this. So I wanted us to, to like, make an actual song. I wanted, like, I wanted you to pick up your saxophone and, and play, like, you don't play saxophone, you play trumpet or No, I don't. <laughs> I don't play that either. Trombone, man. Trombone. I I, that That's gonna be my third, but, you know. I wanted you to pick up the trombone and, and toot out a little, a little thing, and, oh well. This is what we ended up doing. Toonstruck is a 1996 graphic adventure game developed by Burst Studios and published by Virgin Interactive Entertainment for DOS. That's it. Just DOS. That's Game Facts! See, there we go. Isolate that and we'll play it every time. Uh, You do it. It's your job. (laughs) I just come here and do all the work. You're you're the one who... uh... Yeah. <laughs> Edits. All right. Move on. Yeah, DOS. I didn't realize I your actually, trombone was that handy. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I I should have just jumped up immediately and done it, uh, but I waited 10 seconds after you said, grab your trombone and do it, and thus it was after the, the comment instead yeah, of before, because it is right on hand. I have that and my uh, my guitars and my ukuleles and my um, hats. Accordion? No, I, the hats are put away, or I got rid of. Um, yeah, my accordion, my melodica. They're, they're all just in the corner, ready okay. for me to grab. So yeah, this game was just I, on DOS. I didn't realize until today... That DOS is not MS-DOS. You have had me saying MS-DOS for over a year now. Yeah, well, and almost, I'm pretty sure all of those did say specifically MS-DOS. But DOS doesn't just necessarily mean MS-DOS. There were other uh, DOS systems, disk operating systems. Uh, there's DR DOS and ROM DOS and IBM DOS and Free DOS. Sorry, his name is Doctor yeah. DOS. Doctor DOS. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Doctor No, except it's Doctor Dose. <laughs> In Toonstruck, you play as the animator Drew Blank, original creator of the Fluffy Fluffy Bun Bun Show who gets sucked into his TV screen and teleported to the world of his own creations, where he must defeat the villain Count Nefarious of the Malevolands before he uses the Malevolator against the idyllic citizens of Qtopia and Zanidu. Yeah. yeah um... I, I like Zanidu. Like, Zanidu is a fantastic name, because it, it 
almost sounds like Xanadu. I was which only is thinking of the, Xanadu. Yeah, but also it's zany. The person who made the plot of this had a field goal with a had a field day with naming the everything the different everything. Honestly, the name of the person <laughs> yeah. is Drew Blanks. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> fluffy, fluffy yeah. bun bun show. Uh huh. I probably yeah, watched fluffy, that fluffy on bun 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 Saturday morning TV. <laughs> probably. Uh. I don't like Qtopia though. Qtopia is lame. Mm. The game was designed as a very unique blend of both a live-action character, Drew Blank, inside of a very cartoonish animated world. Oddly rep- reminiscent of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, just kind of in reverse. Except Roger Rabbit did also do that in the uh, climax of the movie, where he did go yeah. to the cartoon world. Yeah, and we got to see um, Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse in the same frame. We did. <laughs> It's the only yeah, time that'll that, ever happen. Cool. The <laughs> most ambitious crossover of all time. Right. <laughs> it will never happen again. It will not. No. The last three times I've tried to explain that to someone, though, for whatever reason, I don't think about Bugs Bunny and Mickey Mouse. I think of Mickey Mouse and Sonic. Like I don't, I don't know why. Like Sonic is the first one to pop into my head, but that's what's there. That's the crossover you want is Mickey Mouse and Sonic. Yes. I mean, I, that is I, the I, most ambitious crossover. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, so ambitious and might not. Ain't end. no way Disney handing over the mouse to that chili dog eating rodent. But I don't know. Like uh, they put him next to Sora, right? But and that's Square Enix paid them a lot of money. It's it's true. <laughs> <laughs> but if you think about it, like the the two companies that are like most litigious of their IPs are Nintendo and Disney. And Disney put their characters in games next to other random characters from Final Fantasy, and. Mario and Sonic are already at the Olympics, so like it's it's not that big of a stretch. I think it maybe. is. Nintendo yeah. doesn't. Nintendo allows other things to come into their world, but they don't let their stuff go into other people's worlds. True. Like, sure, Bayonetta, Cloud, sure. come on over into Super Smash Brothers. That's cool. We're not gonna put we're not gonna put Link in Bayonetta. We're not. <laughs> Yeah. Also very very similar to relationship. Right. No, that's all Nintendo knows is one-sided relationships. (laughs) Also very similar to Who Framed Roger Rabbit was the casting. As Drew Blank is played and voiced by none other than Christopher Lloyd himself. The Doc. (laughs) Doc Brown. And... And uh, Doc Doom. Or Judge Doom. That one. Judge Doom. They really pulled out all the stops when it came to funding for the game, as they also got the voices of Tim Curry, who we'd happily jump off a bridge with, Dan Castellaneta, Homer Simpson, among others, uh, Rob Paulson, Pinky from Pinky and the Brain, Jim Cummings, whose name I love, (laughs) Winnie the Pooh, Darkwing Duck, Dr. Robotnik, uh, Corey Burton, 
who played John has Cad Bane here from Star yeah. Wars: The Clone Wars, and I don't know who Cad Bane is. Yes, he, but do you uh, know, Star Wars: The Clone. Do you know Cad Bane? I do not know who Cad Bane is. No. <laughs> <laughs> who was that random? Cad Bane's. <laughs> no, Cad, Cad Bane is actually a, a a pretty big character in uh, both the Clone Wars as well as uh, being recently featured in the Bad Batch and the Book of Boba Fett. Is this? Uh, he's a bounty hunter that's blue faced, wears a cowboy hat. What? By the Clone Wars? Do you mean the animated series? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I do not remember. Cowboy hats exist in Star Wars. I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, apparently. I don't like that. That feels too grounded in our world. Han Solo was <laughs> kind of like a... Not mercenary, but he, he was kind of like an outlaw kind of person. And, no, I mean, definitely. Well, yeah, but like I'm, I'm thinking of more of the movie. The way they portrayed that entire setting, it, it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility for there to be a... I guess if he's on Tatooine, it'd look okay. Only if he's on I mean, Tatooine. He definitely is on Tatooine in the book of Boba Fett. Because mm. the whole fucking show takes place there. Except for the parts that are actually the Mandalorian season three. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's carry on. Yeah, there's five more actors I have to get through. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They got the best of the best. Uh, Tress McNeil, Dot Warner from Animaniacs. Babs Bunny from Tiny Toon Adventures, Chip and Gadget from Chippendale Rescue Rangers, Chip and Dale, uh, Jeff Bennett who played Johnny Bravo and Kowalski from Penguins of Madagascar. Really, you went with no Penguins way. of Madagascar? You could have just that, gone with Madagascar. The... But he wasn't no. Kowalski in Madagascar. Oh, he wasn't. Yeah, there's, a, there's a no. Yeah. He, oh. he was Kowalski in Penguins of Madagascar. Man, I love that who, show. <laughs> who played Kowalski in Madagascar then? Fuck, I don't know. Also, Kowalski is the name of a character from Stargate the movie and also the first two episodes of Stargate. And that Correct. I, I, yeah. I always just think of that Kowalski when I, I see the name of the penguin of Kowalski. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, wish Kowalski, I, could, I, I want to watch Star Wars again. Not Star Wars, Stargate. Uh, I also want to watch Stargate again. But you don't need to watch the movie. Just don't. I like the movie. <sighs> David Ogden was the last time. <laughs> that was the most frustrated sigh I've ever heard. Oh, right, let's, let's just move on for this. Who played Charles Emerson Winchester III in M.A.S.H.? The best MASH character. And Dom <laughs> DeLuise, who was in everything ever done by Mel Brooks. Yep. And I think also but, in Stargate. Actually. He was also in an episode of Stargate. Dom DeLuise? I don't... One of the DeLuises so. was, and it was one of the older DeLuises. Ah, uh, shit, it was Dom. It w He played, like, this G-like yeah. figure. Who, who existed and only Togar. inside their mind. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So that's... Uh, no, like, he, he really is in everything that 
was ever like if if you name a movie he was in it like blazing saddles he was in it blazing saddles Uh, yeah history of the world part one he was in it Um, when do we get a part two bill brooks he was in it (laughs) oh i'll i'll talk to murray about that because uh i know either one of his nephew like like nephews or like grand nephews or something or a friend of one of his grand nephews or something They've spoken. To Mel he Brooks? was in Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Yeah, yeah. I don't like Robin Hood, yeah. Men in Tights. Dude, I love Robin Hood, Men in Tights. It's a great movie. I just found it too pop culture, like, referenceful. It, it sure, just, I mean, it's it's not timeless, but... It, it was never-ending. It's like one of the only things Carrie Elwes has ever been in that I cannot watch to completion. Oh, dude, I love it. And Carrie Elwes is gorgeous, man. He is. <laughs> He's a... Oh. Whew. Even when he got kind of dumpy in, like, the mid-2000s. Yep. Yeah. Alongside yeah. their seemingly bottomless funding came a ma- major lack of direction and management, with the push for animation to surpass Disney, causing developers to miss two years of deadlines, and finally getting published way over budget with a a little too wacky, even for a cartoon, story that varies wildly in tone. Yeah, like, I understand, like, missing deadlines, it, it's, it happens, a lot like the first one they they started in 93 with the the rose tinted idea of finishing by holiday 94 and uh which is an 80s ideal in the 80s you could have done that (laughs) yeah producers love to think that you can finish it that fast but it just ain't realistic um but it doesn't help when you never stop to cut. You just add and add and add and and is it's not how game design works. You you spend a month or so adding and adding and adding and then you stop and, and you, you remove figure three out quarters of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and then you polish until it's done. Uh you can't you can't be doing that. That's how you get something like Cyberpunk, a game that people looked for for four years worth of E3s, and it they said, hey, it's going to come out on this date. They finally gave us a date, and then they missed that deadline too. And then when it finally came out, nobody liked it because it was bad. And broken. How many millions of dollars did CD Projekt Red have to give back in refunds? Uh, lots, lots, and lots of millions. At least some millions of dollars, right? Yeah. <laughs> and that's crazy. Speaking of tonal hey. changes, what's up? Nah, it's fine. Speaking of tonal changes, it seems the intended audience shifted throughout development with some parts being sickly sweet as though for children, and others... Well, when the nice sheep and cow buttermaids get struck with the malevolator, the sheep turns into a PVC-wearing dominatrix, and the cow gets turned into a bondaged masochist tied spread eagle on a wheel of love as the sheep punishes her. Hot. 
<laughs> no. It's not. Oh, and it... I, how? How is this in the game? Cozy. Co- I, you're, a, you're a zoomer, right? Either. Yeah, I, I Cozy? Am. I'm sorry. My okay, cool. phone wire cut out because my cat is... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, gotcha. Gotcha. Because right. you're you're a zoomer, yes. right? Yes, I am. And people your age would find that hot. <laughs> um, I can I can confirm that that is very hot. Yes. Okay. Personally, I, speaking, I told you, though, John. I, I, I don't know. If, I don't know if I'm speaking for the generation, but uh, I mean, like, I'm. But the I'm, cow is a ba- bondaged masochist. I, hey, 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 hey. I'm not one to speak ill of another's kink. I could get down with some BDSM. It's fine. Been there, tried it, had some fun, moved on. I wouldn't put it in a kid's game. <laughs> I mean, this is clearly not a kid's game anymore, though, right? No, not, not anymore. <laughs> but, like, like, up to this point, could be. Could be. <laughs> this is the the oh uh, what's a shit? I'm trying to think of like a cutesy animated thing. This is like Happy Tree Friends. Oh, I mean, <laughs> but like Happy Tree Friends from like minute one, <laughs> like the end of minute one, you know where it's going. Like you're, you're never you're never gonna get to the end of minute. Uh, of of happy tree friends and be like oh where'd that come from <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like it's like you're 30 seconds oh, okay. in and and you see someone coming after you with a bloody uh like chainsaw and you're like oh okay so like this will be a little vicious and then I, I at the end of one someone's dead <laughs> very viscerally so yeah, it's it's not like oh la di da di da. Let's let's play this game where he gets sucked into the fluffy fluffy bun bun show world, and then has fun in there with his friends and Qtopian zany do. Uh, and oh no, sure, of course there's Count Nefarious of the Malevolence, but like I'm sure it'll be fine. And then and then this cozy. What was recommended to you? <laughs> Oh no! I was saying, um, you get to the end of minute one of um, a Happy Tree Friends. Happy Tree Friends. Like, oh, okay. Now I see why this was recommended to me. Oh, because yeah. I, of all the American Psycho clips I've been watching. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, you guys don't watch American Psycho? No, no. That's just okay. okay. No, that's, I do. That's just, this yeah. is not a safe hey, space. Hey, we live in a society. Got it, got it. This is not a safe space. <laughs> so did Patrick Bateman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he lives in a society. Another interesting direction design decision is the split of the game. The first half, one whole CD's worth, involves you exploring to build a cutifier to stop Count Nefarious, helped along by your sidekick Flux Wildly who is very reminiscent of Max from Sam and Max. And yes, that is a Back to the Future reference. (laughs) The Flux Capacitor. Yeah. However, in the second half of the game, you have no companion, the game is much darker, and it's completely linear. Did they kill off Flux wildly? 
Uh, no, they... He gets hit by the... I don't remember whether it's the cutifier or the malevolator and gets but turned into, no it's it's got to it's got to be the cutifier cuz he gets turned into fluffy mm-hmm. and the king of uh cutopia wants to use the cutifier that you just built him to take over the world like Count Nefarious did and uh he he goes he tells you to take the cutifier and go cutify Zany Do and the Malevolence as well so that he can be in charge of the world because uh, everyone who is in charge is evil this is this is a truth of society if if you're in charge you're probably bad this is why we didn't feel bad when the queen died True? Y- yeah. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. He said true. Very oh. True. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Ugh. I hate people in charge. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I don't highlight it for me. I know what I'm supposed to read next. <laughs> I was just wondering whether I should also diss Ron DeSantis. I mean, it's hard to come up with new ways to diss Ron DeSantis. It's not hard for him to come up with new ways of being a fuckball. <laughs> it's true. I mean, you've got a fuckball in your own state, though. Right. So, like, and Greg Abbott is implicated in his recent fuckballery, so... Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> Tie them both together into one giant fuckball and roll them down a hill. And I, this is this is bad because I, I I couldn't remember the name of Greg Abbott, which is wonderful. It's I I love having that have space to. in my brain. Yeah, I love not, having that space in my brain for anything that's actually useful. Uh, so I was going to look him up, but instead of doing like Texas governor or anything, I just typed fuckball. <laughs> 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 what do you uh, get what do you get for fuckball? <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't click enter. I, I went yeah. ahead and Okay. Yeah. Um our 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 episode image is going to be the first Google result Google image result for fuckball. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> uh finally, once you once you beat the game, you get sent back to your own world only to immediately be asked by Flux to come back because Count Nefarious wasn't done. And then the game ends. And then they never made a sequel because they had no money. The game cost over $8 million. And the game didn't sell well. And then the adventure game market disappeared. Yeah, kind of kind of a string of issues there. Mm, also, <laughs> most of them their own fault. <laughs> like... If it had come out a little sooner. It would still have been a confused mess of the game that went way over budget. Okay, yeah, but like it, <laughs> if, it had come out, if it had come out sooner, it would have been because they had cut a bunch of that shit. So, like <laughs> hopefully it would have been a little bit better. Um Despite man. it not selling well, it was considered to be a very good adventure game getting high 90s for most critics, and is considered today to be one of the best adventure games ever made. 
but it ended up missing its time in the sun due to all the missed deadlines, causing it to come out right when players were switching over to popular indie games like Warcraft 2 and Doom. And that was just the facts. Indie games. Hey, at the time, it basically was. Doom was. Yeah, Doom really took the world by storm when it came out. Yeah. I'm not going to give Warcraft fucking indie. (laughs) Uh, I mean, like when Warcraft came out, it was definitely an indie game. Yeah, that is very true. Fine. I mean, the company, yeah. the company today, absolutely not. Like, this, it's ridiculous. Zero percent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, They're a hellish, hellish company that should rot. Yep. Anyway, we have a topic this week, John. Yeah, for the first time in over six months, I think. I'm pretty sure. It might be. I, I it's we been definitely a didn't do any in season three, so and it would have been like early season two if we did anything. Uh, this this week we're gonna talk about graphics in games because uh, I was I was thinking about what you said uh, two weeks ago when Me? we were talking about yeah yeah you uh, two weeks ago when you were talking about why you didn't play legends of eidolon because it looks lame as fuck one one of the things you said was yeah you didn't like the graphics you couldn't get into the graphics you didn't play the game and that's absolutely valid like you know you you not playing because you died instantly because you didn't read anything and because you didn't want to play the game that that isn't what happened i I need you to correct yourself to to get us to do uh as the segment that we created together uh but the that the not liking the graphics absolutely i i understand that one uh, <laughs> I died and then I played the game a bit more because I thought I was supposed to die. I didn't quit because I died. I quit because the game was boring. <laughs> <laughs> didn't even fucking read. Didn't even fucking read. I didn't wow. I didn't read any of the dialogue. Wow. Rude. And then this Rude. I, I started reading the dialogue and then I stopped again because blech. <laughs> uh anyways uh so like not liking the graphics of something and not being able to get into something are absolutely a valid reason for picking or not picking something i mean as much as people say don't judge a book by its cover uh when it's a picture book you should judge the (laughs) book by its cover uh (laughs) it's like when um when ruby first came out the anime Mm -hmm. Gosh, it has rough animation. Like, mm, it is graphics are kind of dog shit. This is a bad and... example for book by its cover, though, because the first few trailers for Ruby were awesome as shit. Because that was where yeah. all of the animation budget went. Well, yeah, I'm, I mean, uh, the, the, and also where they put their thing. only like, good animator. Yeah. Uh, so, like, if you if you watch it, the story's actually it's it's palatable it's pretty good um it's nothing groundbreaking for sure 
Um, and the animation for the, like, fights and stuff, fight scenes are top tier. Those are some really, really well-animated fight scenes. Monty so, will go like, down in legend as a terrific animator. People yeah, will pass yeah. his oral tradition around our, uh, <laughs> trash, <laughs> trash fires in the apocalypse. Yeah. Uh, but, like, man, it, it, it took me several tries to get into the show because boy does it look bad <laughs> uh show that was coming out at the same time is um what's the the biggest show um for a while now uh attack on titan mm. i do not like the art style of attack on titan mm, i it's okay. I, I think it's terrible. And uh, I understand, like, the, the, the Ruby thing is objective fact. That, that's, it, it's bad. It's very choppy um, animation, and it's the characters it's, it's go bad. off model all the time. <laughs> it is an objectively true. bad animation for the, the beginning few seasons, even. Um, but, uh, but it had other strong points, and, and it was good for that. Uh, Attack on Titan is subjectively bad, just like how uh, uh, Legends of Eidolon is subjectively bad for Wombat. <laughs> and because of that, I I can't. I I never watched it, and I I don't I don't think I missed anything. Uh, you but saved also, yourself watching like, some fascist propaganda, so that's something. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> like I said, I don't think I'm actually missing anything, but uh, it's it's clearly a good show because. It, I mean, loads of people love it, and I mean it that makes doesn't mean something is good. Money. Loads I, of people uh, watch Sword Art Online. I, that's <laughs> and, very and true. It's good. That's, that's it's good. That's very true. It's it's good though. <laughs> it I would say, however, um, Attack on Titan is probably the well most well written story I've ever watched. Oh yeah, it's really well written. It's just the author it's, clearly is on a fascist tract. <laughs> oh, one hundred percent. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah one, one million. But no, he he can write a great story. But that's it's it's such an amazing story. Just the twists is are worth because they're multiple are worth watching the show for me. Yeah, there are uh, too but, many but twists. That's, that that's an incident in where like the graphics are bad and thus people can't play them and. Or watch them, or you know, whatever. Read the the children's book because they've got bad stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah, our art is a, art is important. Children's um, book, it's just stick figures inside. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we've played some other mobile games like uh, Golden Soul. Do you remember Golden Soul? Vaguely, is that the is that the one that we first complained about having the uh, the controls on the screen? And it was it that might have been. It was the terrible analog stick. And it was like kind of like a puzzle game, and then kind of like a a dungeon crawler game. Is it a trove game? Yeah, I think it. Uh, it's by Lexus Light. I, I, I know it's uh, Android only, so you look it through mm. through Google Play and you can find it. Um, it's not Golden just... Sun. I see it. No, it is not Golden Sun, which is a fantastic game. Uh, but 
Golden Soul doesn't really have good graphics. No, it in looks fact, one would say hour. it 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 really looks like a bad indie game. <laughs> and like I like indie games, and I understand that like you you're you're likely doing all the art yourself, and you're likely not actually an artist, so it's it's not going to be the best. But there's a certain level of polish that's required for people to tolerate it. Like, like there's there's a there's a minimum level of quality for graphics for video games. Just like there's a there's a there's a minimum level of quality for sound design. What was the game you played? Was it this year or last year? Where the audio i think it was last year i think it was one of your worst games of the year where like some of the <gasps> the speaking was extraordinarily loud and some of it wasn't okay so <laughs> that was the launch edition of, of chris tales the the time traveling right. game where you go between the past the future and the present and all three are mm-hmm. on screen at once and they the i did eventually connect to the internet and they patched it and fixed that but on the cartridge, the game came and like like sound voices would be really loud, and then other voices would be almost inaudible, and then the music would come just barreling through into your eardrums, and it was just it was insane that that was allowed to be put on the cartridge like that. Yeah, and I remember Chris Tales was a game you were looking forward to. It was I have on a collector's edition of that game. You you have the collector's edition of the game, <laughs> and you played it for like an hour and then put it down and did not play it again because of the sound design. Now you've gone back, but like it, it was it was something you at the time you told me I tried it. I hate this. I'm not touching it. And, and so, like, sound design is exactly the same. There is a minimum level required f- of quality for you to play the game. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, with graphics, there's a minimum level. But also, there isn't. <laughs> so, at the same time, y- you can look at games that, like, I'll, I'll still go and play and enjoy games from the PS2 era. Or the PS1 era, which, oh boy, can you... Do you you feel that might be just more nostalgia, though? Uh, Oh, no. Well, no, in in my case, it's mechanically the game is great. Okay. Uh, I don't have any nostalgia for anything PS1, because I didn't have game consoles until the PS2. So when I go back and play those games, it is purely a new experience for me, and I love the PS1. I, I didn't get a PS1 until I was uh, 17 or 18, I'd say. I didn't get a PS2 until later than that. Now, and... Final Fantasy VII looks garbage, though. Anybody who <laughs> says that Final Fantasy VII aged well is lying to you. <laughs> yeah. But if you get to Final yeah. Fantasy VIII, then it's it's looking like a game again. <laughs> but like like a, a lot of those games have like they they really look bad they they really look at bad and uh at the same time they're they're still like really good games part of it was because at the time it was the best you could have if you wanted to be but, 3d 
Yeah, if you wanted to be 3D. Uh, but uh, uh, some of it is just like the game itself is good and you can get past it. But then there's things like you can play sprite games like, um, you know, NES games that are good. There's not many NES games that are still good, but there are some of them. And like, obviously, it's not going to be great graphics. I it's, think the it, list is like Mario 1, Ninja Gaiden. That's it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's there's some more than that, but uh, you'd, you'd have to listen to uh, season one of this podcast back when I actually played NES games. And I don't that's it's been a year and a half since then, and I don't remember. Um, <laughs> there are some good NES games. But, uh, like, even even different from that, where both of those are situations where, like, the graphics are bad, but they were good at the time. Th- there, there are games, like, there are indie games where the graphics are explicitly bad. Like, they're PNGs, and you can see the edges of the PNG. <laughs> like, 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 we're not talking about it's a PNG because PNG allows for transparencies, and so they did that. Because, like, most games use some level of PNGs in them because it's just it's handy to do, and it's got transparencies, so it's fine. No, I'm talking about like, sorry, JPEGs, <laughs> where you can see the edges of the square of the JPEG. The compression. Um, yeah, you can see the compression. You can see. All of the flaws, but the games lean into that, and those are the bounding blocks. The those are the collision frames for it. You can see, like, I can't get through this area because my character, although they are animated and they have a you know a sprite body, there is a square bounding block you can see that doesn't allow them to fit through this area. Or they're, the plane's moving around and you can see where the bullets are, uh, and if they hit any part of the square, you take a hit. Um, there are a lot of extraordinarily tight indie games that have the bottom of the barrel graphics. <laughs> And they lean into some of that and actually, like, they don't try and make the graphics bad, but they don't try and make the graphics good. And the bad graphics they have, they use every element of that. Um, and and that, that speaks a lot to the fact that at the end of the day, like, graphics are vital in games. I, I, I don't think anyone here would argue that. What if you're playing a text-based adventure? Graphics are still. I, I, the, the 2D images. The, the graphics are important. Right. You, yeah. yeah it, if if it's purely text based and there's not any images on screen, the font you used and the side ma- size matters. Okay. It, at at the very least, you still have to be able to read it. And I have seen some games where, uh, some text based games where the font is hard to read, and I stopped playing those games. I'm sorry. I just or, have to be a contrarian asshole. No, 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 no. It's uh, that's that's a valid <laughs> a valid point. Clean. But at the end of the day, like if it's a video game, the the word video is in it. Graphics is are important. Graphics are important. Yeah. They they are a vital part of the thing. At the very least, accessibility wise, 
for you to be able to access the game. Um, but there's more to a game than that. Like, all right, Cozy, what are the different things in games? You've got graphics. What else? <laughs> um, you have graphics, which I guess you'd add lighting and. Yeah, well, I mean, just well, just monoliths. Um, well, we can talk about things okay. monolithically. Graphics. Okay. Uh, sound. What else? It's pretty good. Okay. The audio. Uh, yeah. Very important. We've already UI mentioned that. is incredibly important. Uh, Oof, so okay. many games out yeah. there with horrible UI. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I would say that is, is vital. Notorious for having terrible UI yeah. in their games. You could have stopped. <laughs> Ubisoft is, in fact, notorious. <laughs> uh, gotta um, love the sexual abusers. No, Ubisoft. No, but also, game-wise, their UI is terrible. Like, even if you yeah, move like, past the yeah. fucking sexual abuse, their yeah, games are bad. absolutely horrible. <laughs> um, uh, sorry, character controllers, which includes player and enemy interaction, if you have player and enemy interaction. Um, Alright, so that, that, that sounds like you're getting to the, the meat of it, which yeah. is... Uh, like, like I, I would say, like, a few other things could be a story. Okay. Uh, a story. A story. A, story, a, story, a st- uh, yeah. Like I said, like very monolithic, just uh, broad strokes here. Like graphics we'll can lots. be like a hundred things. We'll say yeah. narrative instead of story. Yeah, you're right. A narrative. Yeah, um, it, I think. I think a narrative. Yeah. Um, but but what you started to mention is the the meat of what a game is. Because at the end of the day. A game, and I don't mean video game, I just mean a game, is a set of mechanics. A game is how well Sora hits the Heartless. Uh, a game is a set of mechanics. <laughs> the story, story is, uh, a narrative is very important to games. Like, I, I don't think games would be this popular without the addition of a narrative. I mean, uh, I Crazy Eights and Go Fish... Crazy Eights and Go Fish are very enjoyable games, but I don't think games would be as popular as they are today without the addition of a narrative. Um, it's just that's it's a, a vital addition to it. Now, not all games have narratives. There are lots of games that don't have narratives, and there's lots of games that think they have narratives but don't, like the ones that have silent protagonists. Um, <laughs> Fucking silent protagonists. <laughs> what was the game we played? Was it... Um, wasn't Shipwreck. Fossil Echo, I think? Oh, where there was just no dialogue within the game <laughs> at all? Yeah. Yeah. At all, and that was frustrating. They, I hated they that tried to so much. Visually tell a story, but at the end of the day, we don't know what it was. Right? Like, like we've we beat the game. We don't know what the story is. Like, the, the, the story um, is ninjas killed the kid's parents, and then he climbed a tower, and then there was a girl at the top of the tower too, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I. I uh, yeah. So, narr- narrative is very important, uh, but uh, not all games have to have a narrative. Um, as previously mentioned, Crazy Eights is a fantastic game, uh, but it doesn't have a narrative, because it's really hard to do one with a standard 52 deck of cards. Um, <laughs> uh, but... Uh, you can like, battle the royal can, families yeah, against yeah, exactly. each other. Like the kings and the queens, they, they can have a little story. 
Yeah. I think it's possible. You could play a fantastic game of Mafia or Werewolf or whatever you want to call it uh, without any graphics at all. I, I mean, it's, 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 it's Werewolf. I mean, yeah, that's that's a graphical uh, <laughs> version of the game, but like the original Werewolf doesn't require anything at all. Like we used to play Mafia, which was what we called Werewolf, um, but just like the the narrator walked around in a circle while everyone was sitting there and tapped people on the head for like I'm picking the Werewolf, and then they tap someone on the head, and and then they you know go around a little bit more and say I am picking the Doctor, and they tap so. Yeah, That's you could sophisticated do duck duck goose. <laughs> but like you, the the game doesn't require cards. The du- game doesn't require anything. It is a purely uh, imagination game. It, it doesn't need graphics whatsoever. There are no graphics in the game, um, and it's a really fun game. Everyone loves playing Mafia. Like that's it's it's one of the most popular games to play for small groups of people that don't have anything better to do, um, and uh, like you can take each individual part of a game and take it away, and it's you can still find games that are like that. Completely audioless games exist. Uh, I play almost all of my mobile games audioless because uh, I can't be bothered. I'm usually listening to a podcast, so... Yeah, the the way I'm holding it, like, I hold it where my hand covers the speakers. Like, that's just where the hand fits. The the palm touches that part, so... So the sound would come through tinny? Yeah, it comes through tinny, and, like, I could put my hand slightly farther away, or I could, like, flip it and and have it be... um, uh, have the screen rotate the other way, but then there's like the buttons on the bottom now, and uh, or I could like hold my hand slightly further away, but then it's uncomfortable. Uh, so I just I don't play with sound. There's some good sound in these games, but I don't use it because I don't need it. And I don't think that the game's any less enjoyable because I don't have the sound. Sure, like the sound is good, and the sound could help, but. It's not required. It's not vital to the game. At the end of the day, the most important thing is the mechanics. I usually didn't play RuneScape with sound. I would just, like, play YouTube videos or something while I did stuff. Yeah. I know know lots of people that don't play Destiny with sound, which is wild, considering it has fantastic music. But they'd rather listen to their own music instead, so they they just turn off the music in-game. Um... It's such good music, but uh, <laughs> I do but the yeah, same thing like, with Dragon Fable too. Just turn the sound off. Just Pandora all the time. That's what it was. Uh, <laughs> good old Dragon Fable. I can always get some nostalgia from John if I mention an Artix Entertainment game. Ah, uh, good old Artix Entertainment. Did you know that AQ3D is on mobile? Yes, you've told me five times. <laughs> You think we should review that? No. One of our. Uh... <laughs> we tried streaming that when when you were still a Twitch streamer. Yeah, that was miserable. It was. I think I still have it on auto update. I'm sure you do. I. <laughs> I think it is. Um. Let's get back to the topic at hand, John. Yeah. 
So ba- basically, it comes down to like graphics are very important, and like as evidenced by the fact that you wouldn't play the game that I asked you to. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> he's totally he's not still salty about it. <laughs> no, no, it's it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry. I've gotten over the fact that. I spent a whole lot of work picking out games and looking through things to make our segments better and uh, found one and you completely neglected it and ruined uh-huh. all of my good work. Yep. It's it's okay. I it's okay, that. man. You know how civil he is about it? Uh, Not passive uh-huh. aggressive at all. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's okay. I feel no guilt. <laughs> I know. You sociopath. Uh, <laughs> Well, like I, their graphics and and all of these other things are are kind of weird because like when they're there, they're important, but they don't have to be there, and they don't have to be important. Um, but like if you're gonna include them in your game, do a good job or make it matter. Make them like, passable. Make it, yeah, like even even if they're bad make them bad but use it in a way like or or maybe you're making a game and you want it to look like trash like like the game is heaps of trash and you you're making a parody (laughs) game of uh everything ubisoft ever made so like yeah sure go go wild make your your character your 3d models go inside out um Make make it so that when people talk, you can see a horrific visage, visage of their mouth and teeth and and in, inner Ooh, parts moving around. Um, or just make yeah, it like, bad. Make it bad in a flavorful way, because like mm-hmm. every every webtoon that gets popular looks like ass. Every single one of them. Yes. Cyanide and happiness. <laughs> XKCD. There's one that's been popping up on my Twitter recently by a guy named Flork, where the the characters are just misshapen fucking blobs. Uh, it's it, funny it, though. Slight <laughs> clarification: you meant a web comic, not a webtoon. Right. Webtoons are are manhwa. My bad. Yeah, a web yeah. comic. Yeah. Yeah. But yes, you, you're, you're correct. They, you know they mostly meant. look like trash. <laughs> Fucking Homestuck looks like bargain bin comic book at best. And it was the I, biggest thing on the planet for years. Wombat, I was hoping that we could get through an entire podcast. Like, I, I was hoping that, like, the podcast would, would reach a nice ripe old age and die before we ever mentioned Homestuck. We've definitely mentioned Homestuck before. <laughs> I definitely haven't. <laughs> <sighs> I know we have. And now it's happened again, so either way. No, no. All right, I guess we should wait for him to get back. Oh, he left? Is there anything? Yeah, he, he said he'll be right back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything further you want to say on the topic? Uh, not unless you say something interesting. Fuck. What interesting What's wrong thing with I say? Oh, John what? is just a What's hater. John, 
John hates Homestuck what's, because. What's, okay, did you ask what's wrong with Homestar or Homestuck? Homestuck. Sorry, I got interrupted in the middle of that. Okay, because because Homestar has its own issues, but was still <laughs> funny. Homestuck. We don't have the time or the internet space. <laughs> Homestuck spent the a year of inside of the characters. Hold on. Homestuck spent a year inside of the characters' bedrooms doing absolutely fucking jack all. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then it, it, it created a story that was relatively interesting for like another year, two years. True. Then it introduced the trolls and everybody became <laughs> fucking horny as fuck. And then it descended into madness. Yeah. And then after that, the universes co- uh, both e- ended and they entered a third universe and shit got stupid and I quit reading. Oh, shit got stupid at the beginning. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I see. I didn't, I didn't realize uh, the, uh, it for Homestuck. Was. Also, there's a troll that goes honk and I hate him with a fucking oh, okay. passion. See, that's understandable. <laughs> So, I already uh, I already asked uh, Wombat. Uh, well, I guess cut this out too. Um, Ghosty, do you have anything more you want to add regarding graphics and out, games? By the way, I hate you. <laughs> regarding graphics to games, you said. Yeah. Um. Yes, I personally do not care about graphics. I care about gameplay. Okay. Um, a lot more or i care about story a lot more than anything really um as long as there's a good game flow there's like a start and there's a mission to get to and the journey to that mission is good i'm fine i can honestly play anything um i'm really into okay. 2d like 2d platformers anyways so that's yeah, so you have to like bad graphics. Yeah, ex- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much actually. So yeah, yeah. Um, um, but I do, I do admit when the graphics are good, it makes the experience just so much better. Like there, there is a big difference between playing, um, not like big difference, but yeah, there is a big difference between playing uh, a platformer like Shiro which is a really small indie platformer and Hollow Knight, which, you know, was indie, but now it has, it, it had like its Kickstarter and everything. So it's, it's considered. Yeah. Indie. Yeah. Um, and that's, at least double that's a. graphics in my opinion. Um, and obviously okay. a bunch of story stuff, but mostly graphics. No, like, yeah, like, uh, the graphics can help um, engage you a bit more, but if the, if the story is interesting, and the gameplay is tight enough, you can overlook graphics to an extent in order to mm. enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, we've already mentioned two games that, like... Well, we've mentioned one game that uh, Wombat wouldn't play because of the graphics. And then, like, the... It was last year, I think, was was when you were talking about it. The, the fake Fire Emblem game. The... Uh, oh, Dark Deity. Yeah, I think that's right. Dark Deity uh, was the one. Like, you you showed me pictures of it, and I was looking at it like, wow, this is some awful art. Like this, <laughs> the maps look this... like trash. The character art is fine. It's the maps. The maps but, are like, confused and not 
not well put together. The, the maps are mostly what you're looking at when you're playing the like it's a it's a right a turn based tactics game. Like you're you're going to be using it, looking at the map mostly, and the, the coherency is just off the tracks there like they didn't they didn't give a shit supposedly they, they went since. through and updated it but i uh, i mean i i would not be willing to play that game uh one because it's a fire emblem clone and <laughs> boy are those games bad and we know it uh because we played them all and uh <laughs> and we play all the ones that still come out <laughs> yeah yeah uh, but also, just it didn't look good. It didn't. It didn't have any polish when it came to art. And no. meh, meh, meh. All right. Well, I think that's it for this week. Any final um, thoughts, Cozy? Um, the game heavy on level design. I actually do have some thoughts on that. Uh, as I've been playing Hades a lot this week. Um, the level design in Hades really makes the game, and I'm looking at Golden Soul <laughs> on my other screen. Yeah, and I'm looking at pictures of it, and it's just it could like it's a game I'd play, but it's not a game I'd play for long because of the level design. It just looks so flat. <laughs> it, it it is yes, it's flat, and it's just it is it is flat. That. Like the characters look fine, I I can excuse that, but it's just. The level having gotten so through uh MSP. the first entire area and moving on to the second one uh it is flat and it's bad it's very MSP. it's it's a bad game like there's no yeah. ideas going on with the level design yeah and i know I, I i did say like graphics don't matter but like hmm maybe but they do matter if other stuff isn't good that's True. Like, like if <laughs> if if the abilities were interesting, which they're not, and if the uh, moving around and fighting was good, which, which it was not. not, it had <laughs> the second worst D pad system, and the the fighting controls were awful. Like, it was like a one button fighting control, but it was still bad. I don't know. Because you, 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 like, you had to like you had to hold down the attack button in order to summon like fireballs and then release yeah. them in a direction, but it was really hard to release them in the correct direction, and yeah, it was rough. Mm. Yeah, so like if if and if the story had been like super interesting, which it wasn't, which it wasn't. Uh, or if the sound had been particularly pretty, like I don't remember the sound. I used to, I used to pull up like Smash Brothers Brawl on my Wii and just go to the music area and have it play the music because all of that music is fantastic. And I just, I just put that on while I'm like cooking dinner or reading a book or something else because man, it's good music. It was not. <laughs> so, like, you can you can stumble in a few places. A, a game does not have to be made by a AAA developer or a team of indie auteurs in order to be good. But 
there's there's only so many steps you can skip before it's no longer a staircase. Um, and oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that was a good it, line. It, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I'm proud of that one. <laughs> um, and, and like, in my opinion, Legends of Eidolon. Uh, sure, it's it's got a more cartoony, uh, maybe less perfectly polished uh, art style. Honestly, I'm um, not even saying the game lo- has a bad art style. I just thought it was boring to what I like. Yeah, no, that's that's what I was saying. Like, uh, I I like it, and I'll agree that you know it's it's not. It's not the quality that um, Guardian Tales is in terms of graphics, which is uh, far and away better. Um, really doing but, a lot yeah. in that game. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, it, it has uh, really good mechanics, and I, I think that those push past the graphical things or the uh the the lack of significant story because again there's there's really not one they they give you some some bullshit but it doesn't it doesn't actually matter you're not playing legends of idol on because you can't wait to see what happens next but you're not playing mario to see if the next castle will be the one who has princess peach in it uh, it's it's not like sure, I do, and that's why I get frustrated Mario. playing Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, your princess is in another castle. I, I can't believe the princess got stolen again. Uh, really, Bowser? No, we did this last week. <laughs> uh, but like, sure, there's there's some story in Mario, but nobody's playing it for that. They're playing it because it's got really tight platforming controls and because it's a classic and you should probably play it once and then you hate it because you know like it's not that good it was made um, in 1987 yeah like if you really want to play a good platformer there's a hundred that are better than it now uh that came out this year alone so <laughs> yeah but like you, you know it, there there are graphical issues that like that matter and that don't matter and um and sometimes there are graphical issues that matter to you and that's okay all right now we're we're really gonna end it i think that's the, a good note to end on yeah yeah all right uh well about what are you looking forward to for next week oh jesus ask somebody else <laughs> hey cosy what are you looking forward to for next week well, is that the first time you guys have done this to ask somebody uh else? No, yes, actually, <laughs> no. Normally, normally he just says, uh, "You go no, first." You, you go first. But <laughs> um, I'm gonna play a lot more Guardian Tales. Honestly, uh, it seems seems really fun. It, it is, yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing more about it from y'all as as you get further in because, like, there's 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 so much more to this game. Uh, I, I unlocked World... I, I don't remember if it was when I were, unlocked World 2 or when I fin- or uh, finished World 2 or finished World 3, but I've unlocked Nightmare difficulty for the first world, and I'm very intrigued about that, because that could be fun. 
Um, that seems scary. Yeah. Uh, Wombat, what about you? You've had your chance. <sighs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Yeah, you're not watching any movies, or... I am. I will watch movies, but I don't have any on the list that I'm like... I, I, uh, what I do is I go through I go through Amazon Prime, because that's where I've been watching movies recently. And I'll, like, yeah. look at a bunch of trailers, and I'll add them to the, to the watch list. And then I'll go through the watch yeah. list, and I'll be like, okay, this one looks like what I would like right now. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I've got some in there, but I couldn't tell you the names of any of them. See, I, I do that, and I, I go through, and I'm like, man, this looks like a really good movie. I should watch this. Or, like, oh, man, I really should have seen this movie, like, a uh, 100 years ago. I, I, I really should put this on my watch list. And then I go, I don't like movies. I don't want to spend this amount of time on one. Let's watch 12 episodes of Stargate SG-1 in a row. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Let's spend an entire day watching SG-1 instead. Yeah, yeah, because SG-1 is good, and movies often aren't. Uh, See, I love movies even when they're bad. That's very true. I can watch a bad movie. I, however, can only watch movies once. Oh, you're like my yeah, girlfriend. Yeah. I cannot watch a movie. I'm, I, know well, I love watching, watching a movie multiple times. If if you want some bad movies, we've we've got some we can hook you up with after this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Everything John's ever suggested for this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> true well i mean we have a hot shit segment that's that's what it's for um right but also the uh, ones you suggested for media that made us those were also (laughs) (laughs) hey the man with two brains was only terrible not (laughs) horrible it was only terrible at least it wasn't boring that's the biggest crime a movie can make yes uh, too often am I bored by movies. Which is the crime that Star Crash made last week. T- t- uh, Top Gun bored me. The new one or the old one? The old one. It is kind I was of really bored. Yeah, it's a bit. My slow. favorite, my favorite line though, uh, was uh, when they're like, "You're the best pilot in the Navy." And I'm like, Wee! <laughs> we we got an air force for that shit. <laughs> and then you grow up and you look it up and you're like, oh wait, the navy flies more planes than the air force. Uh, no, they no, just they fly do. A lot because of the small planes. All of the uh, all of the planes on aircraft carriers are flown by navy pilots, and that's where most yeah. of our planes are. Uh, I don't know. Uh, C-130Js are are, are pretty common. The you know the the cargo planes that I'm move telling you look around. up the numbers. <sighs> Anyways, uh, I'm looking <laughs> forward to actually making the puppet this week because my mom was unfortunately sick last week, so that didn't happen. The Ernie puppet. So <laughs> the puppet of me, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna look like Ernie. Uh, He'll post it to the Instagram when he's finished with it, and it'll look exactly like Ernie. Did you, did you ever post your pictures of your dogs? I didn't. I forgot about that. 
Okay. Well, maybe if you'd listened to the podcast when you were editing it, which you definitely do and aren't a waste of space, <laughs> uh, 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 then you would have heard it and noticed it. Because I put both, both of the things I was supposed to on Instagram. That's right. I actually used it. Oh, Listen, I, I can used get the them, Instagram. I can get them up before this episode comes out. That's true. So I can still get it done. You won't. I'll do it tonight. No. Uh huh. We know you won't. No, you've, you're going to be busy playing, uh, not D and D. Oh no! I think Don right. canceled that. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> next week, look forward to us talking about anime. Is it, is it anime next week? No, it's news. News. We're, we're holding off on anime until the end of the month. Cool. Yep. All right. So that and. What do you want to talk about with part three? It's up to you. I'll come up with the topic. Okay. Um, we'll actually, have a topic for our you. topic will be um, blending narrative with gameplay. Ooh. I feel like we've done that before, but I also feel like it might be new. So I also uh, don't care because it would have been ages yeah. ago, so we can talk about new yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, back before our audio got fixed. Before you told me that mine needed fixing and I did it instantly and uh, you stopped moving. <laughs> Alright, well, hey, uh, it would be super useful to us, super nice, we'd really appreciate it if you would uh, share this podcast with someone. Um, so someone who... The, the call to action this week is for you to share it with someone who you think would be at home in the fluffy, fluffy bun bun show. <laughs> if if you look at something, someone and you're like that, that person right there, I bet they would be thrilled to be in the fluffy, fluffy bun bun show. They're the ones we want you to share this with. Or if you think they look like they belong in a gotcha game. <laughs> Oh, oh, I mean, if you want to really give someone a compliment, then this one is the one to share, apparently. <laughs> Man, you look like you should be in a gotcha game. Oh, really? <laughs> Thank you. I don't know what yeah. that means. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Kosi, for uh, guesting on the the podcast. I appreciate it. You, you no, I'm not going to say that. It was uh, a fantastic it, time. It, <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a great time. We we appreciate you being here, and uh, look forward to maybe you guesting in the future. Yes, maybe I, we'll have you I back. Would be very happy to uh, be here. Uh huh. You say that now, but uh, I know that as soon as this is over, you're gonna fucking cuss out, cuss us out, and leave. So you know, while 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 we're still recording, this is nice to get this on tape. And uh, well, John, don't you, attribute my actions to cozy. And on here, thank you both again for yeah. having me on. If if people want to find you, uh, they can wait like three more years for you to graduate and get release a, game. a job and yeah. release a game and stuff. Can, or, or, or do you have any socials you want to share? Um, uh, yeah, actually you can follow me on Twitter at, uh, cozy devs. It's C O Z Y D E V S. And that's, that's it. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. Well, I, 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 I tweet about, things in gaming and my personal projects 
but not much okay. so far. That's it. Okay. Well, uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.